Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. Today, I want to talk about snacks and meals, right? Snacks and meals, like both the metaphorical and figurative ones, and then the real ones as well. Um, This conversation came about because uh, <laughs> I have a friend, I have a homegirl and shit, and, you know, I called her a meal or whatever the case may be. And as we was expounding on that, on that point, um, about being a meal and, and whatnot, you know, just the way my mind works, like levels came out as I broke down, okay, the difference between a snack and a meal and shit. And it got me thinking in a different, it got me thinking in a different context, in a different light of the whole reality of a snack and a meal. Because when we call somebody a snack, it's like, oh, that's a snack right there. And motherfuckers want to be called a snack and shit. Like, it's cool. You feel me? And then you're on the other side of that, you have people who want to be called a meal, who are comfortable being called a meal. And, you know, some will correct you if you call them a snack. They say they a whole meal, right? And when we put that into perspective, like, a snack is motherfucking, a snack ain't shit. <laughs> when we really put down the the logics and the logistics of shit on paper, a snack really ain't shit, right? And I'm not saying it like to be disrespectful or, or foul or anything like that, but a snack really ain't shit in the context that what does it do for you? Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look at this from multiple dynamics and multiple uh positions, but mainly the relationship position. But like what is a snack? And then on the other side of that, you have a meal, right? Right. A meal is supposed to be everything for you. You know, a meal is going, it's going to nourish you. You're not just snacking on shit. It ain't just going to hold you over. <laughs> a meal is really what it's going to be. And when we look at snacks and when we look at, when we look at meals on the full dynamic of it, that applies to everything we consume. Everything we allow into our space, everything we allow into our minds, into our bodies, a meal is it's deep. A meals, meals and snacks are deep. So, you know, it's just the rabbit hole of it all. It just got me thinking like, damn, not only in, a, in regards to like relationships and, you know, the running joke or whatever the case may be, but also the food, also our studies, also the shit we learn, shit we understand. Um everything everything we consume is a form of food our music everything is like so are we really listening to snacks i mean are we really consuming snacks and we're just snacking throughout life or do we actually slow down a minute and and decide to have a meal you know how often do we have meals on everything that we do i don't think we really program ourselves to realize like when we look at the food in the in the world none of the shit is food it's just, you know, small pieces to hold us over to the next time we get hungry again, right? And I don't think we think about that. And it's so fucked up that when we look at it from that perspective, we have to realize why do we need supplementation? Vitamins, minerals, nutrients, and all of that shit. And all of this stuff applies on a grander scale. It's almost as if every layer of ourselves is programmed to be torn between a snack and a meal. You feel me? Not only from the food perspective or the relationship perspective, but just life as a whole. So 
that's where we're going to be going with this one. Um, but before we dive in heavy into it, be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Just Seen Podcast. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things Just Seen. To all those who tip and tip sponsor and donate to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. Greatly appreciate it. To all those who would like to tip, donate, sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the description of your podcast. Not the link of the episode, but the podcast itself. Cash App and PayPal are just fine. So that's that for this and that's this for that. So when we come back, when we come back, we're going to dive into... I don't remember. I don't have a title at this particular moment, but we're going to be talking about snacks and meals. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to call it that. When we come back, we're going to dive into consumption, snacks versus meals. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the So For Us series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the market for series trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. <laughs> anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So just take a quick peek into my world and see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. You will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to dive straight heavy into it. And because of the way the theme that the conversation went and the way it started, we're going to, of course, stick to the relationship side, right? And you know what I mean? Like this whole snack epidemic epidemic is it's too soon to be using epidemics because <laughs> we still in the middle of one shit yo <laughs> yo it's still 2020 loki it's still 2020 loki just like yo fuck 2021 like it's halfway through but anyway back to the point so when we look at uh snacks versus meals as far as like the relationship like Let's look at that from, I, I, you know, I ain't going to say from a psychology perspective, but from just from a, a word's perspective, right? The way our minds work, when a word is associated and we learn a definition and we learn how to associate it, we know that a snack, like we, we have certain associations with the word, right? So when we consider a snack, everybody knows that snacks are bad for them. I mean, hell, we call snacks junk food. Why do we give that moniker to humans? To humans, we're attracted to. Like physically, that are physically appealing to us, physically aesthetic to us, we'll say, that motherfucker's a snack right there. Are we low-key and high-key acknowledging that motherfucker's bad for me? You was a, you a whole snack. You're whole junk food, bruh. <laughs> Sis, all y'all, like... For a motherfucker to call you a snack, low-key, they just called you junk food. Because now we're going to play semantics, you know, and look at it from that perspective, yo. If a motherfucker calls you a snack, they have called you junk food. Sit with that. Sit with that. You're junk food. And it, like if to call them a snack, we've made it such a beautiful term now, you know, term of term. Oh, you a snack. 
But what is a snack other than junk food? Off one side, we have bad snacks. I'm going to use it like that. We have bad snacks that are the junk food, right? But you have good snacks, you know, your, your fucking, what is it? Your celery and peanut butter, the ants on the log shit, where you got celery, peanut butter, and fucking raisins. Okay, that's a snack. You feel what I'm saying? You have apple crisps. You feel me? Dried fruit. How often are you eating healthy snacks, though? Like, you feel what I'm saying? When we think of a snack, we think of potato chips. We think of sit like, like more, like more, more often our snacks are not healthy. Our snacks are junk food. You dig what I mean? Sodas, chips, cakes, and pies. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to stay serious. But the snacks that we regularly consume are junk food, right? So when we identify somebody, a human, Somebody we're attracted to as a snack. Nine times out of ten, you ain't saying, mm, that motherfucker look like ants on a log, bro. Or that motherfucker look like some celery sticks. Don't nobody eat celery sticks, bruh. Not like that. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, you feel me? Motherfuckers just ain't eating snacks like that. Hell, you motherfuckers don't even drink tea without honey and agave. So I know you your snack got to be that bad for you because now when we look at snacks in that regard, not only, not only just the food, the drinks, like what we drink in, you know, most motherfuckers can't go a day without coffee. It can't function if I haven't had my coffee. Bitch, you a fiend. You are a whole addict and you're addicted to sugar. And this is a quick tangent, but it ties in. People be wondering why they gain weight and they're like, I eat regular, I eat, because you're drinking fucking coffee every day, multiple cups, two sugars, one, two sugars, four creams, however you're breaking that shit down. And you're like, why am I not gaining weight? Why am I gaining weight? Because I'm not eating a lot. But you're drinking. You're drinking calories too. You feel me? That's another part of the snack shit. Like calories and caloric intake is why snacks are what they are. There's something to give you a quick burst of calories to get you through a certain time frame. That's why potato chips and shit, they have like 150, 300 calories and shit. You can't get that in a single sitting from like fruit or something like that. Like you need to eat a whole big ass basket and shit to get that. So they make snacks. But anyway, I'm tying it back to the coffee real quick because this is very, very important. Because what people don't understand, and this is what pisses me off about doctors and shit, because your doctor would tell you, stop consuming so much bread. Stop consuming so much carbs, but they won't tell you that a carbohydrate is a fucking sugar. Sugar is carbohydrate. The sugar you put in your shit, your your coffees and all of that, that's a carbohydrate. It's manufactured. It's man-made, but it's still a carbohydrate nonetheless because it is a sugar. So if the carbs are making you gain weight and they're telling you to stay off carbs and you still drinking coffee, but you can't figure out why you still gain weight, it's the fucking coffee. You feel me? Doctors always telling you what to watch, how you eat, but they never tell you what to watch when it's time to um to drink. You drinking sodas, you drinking coffee, you drinking artificial juice all day long, just thinking, oh, I'm just drinking because it's gonna pass through your motherfucking body because it's a liquid. As the liquid pass, as the liquid passes through your body, it takes all of the shit that's in the liquid from your body in your small intestine a lot faster. So that sugar's still gonna accumulate in the adipose tissue and make your motherfucking ass fat. It's not always what you eat, but it's what you drink. But I, dig- I digress. That was frustrating because I had conversations with people who were like, I don't eat as much as I used to. And they drink four or five cups of coffee a day. 
three, four sugars and shit. And cream. I'm like, that's why, my guy. That's not why. It's not the I, 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 nigga. I just don't know science, bro. I just don't understand and understand it. I whatever, whatever. But anywho, we'll take it back. I'm, I'm gonna segue back into that. So you're still getting caloric intake. And then another thing with coffee. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about coffee. Coffee is a conflicting reality, right? Coffee, the caffeine and coffee boosts your adrenaline, right? And the sugar in the coffee gives you that rush, and your body is trying to burn it all off at one time, and it can't. That's why most motherfuckers who, I got to have my coffee first thing in the morning, they have become into the cycle of addiction, and that's why everybody crashes at 2 p.m. You drink coffee at 8 in the morning, you're going to crash by 2, by design. You're not just tired at 2 because you've been at work all day. No, it's because you drank that coffee, and now your body's crashing because the sugar has finally been broken down. And you didn't do any physical activity to break it down, so your body had to overcompensate. All right, this is about snacks and meals, right? I don't want to get sciencey today because we got a lot more to cover. So when we look at the snacks and the meals, right? So a snack, it's just designed to get you by. You eat your bag of chips and shit, you feel me? But a lot of motherfuckers, you know, let's let's go deeper into it, right? A lot of motherfuckers don't consume just one snack to get them by. Motherfucker snack on shit. You feel me? So let's look at a relationship. Let's look at a, you know, oh, you a snack. That person, okay, you're junk food and I want to consume you just to get me by. Some yo, that snack shit is an insult, low key. Yo, at this point, at this point, yo, I gotta re- I gotta rethink some shit, yo. If a motherfucker ever called me a snack, they have disrespected me, bro. They have disrespected me. They have called me junk food that they want to use just to get by until they get their real meal. Just to hold them over. Ain't that some bullshit? Ain't that some bullshit? That is some bullshit. And I know I shouldn't have gone there with it, but I had to. Like, this is what it is. Because now when we look at a meal, right? Look at look at let's look at the dynamics of a meal. And this is gonna tie into why a lot of relationships fail. Because everybody wants relationship goals with a snack, but they don't want relationship intentions with a meal. Ooh, that's a bar. <laughs> but look, let's break down a meal, right? A snack is simple. A snack is out of convenience. You just go find it, pay your dollar and 15 cent, get your chips, right? Quick. It's already done and made up for you, right? But the meal, on the other hand, that requires a lot. It requires a lot of intentional shit. You feel me? You gotta, you got to have your main course, your sides, and all of the other shit within the meal, within one thing. Now, people that snack on shit. They got to go from to multiple places to get their snacks, but the meal puts everything together. You have your sides, you have your your main entree, I guess that's what they call it, your entree, your sides, then you have your bread if you want it, butter, toast, whatever the case may be. You have your juice, your drink, wine, whatever the case may be. It's a whole system. It's a whole, for lack of a better term, feng shui on your plate. You feel me saying? But prior to it hitting your plate, it has to go in the oven. Prior to it going in the oven, it's a process of cleaning it. It's a process of seasoning. It's a process of fully putting in the work to make sure this motherfucker gonna hit. With snacks, microwavable food, simple shit, it's seasoned how you look. Either you get it or you're not. You have the capacity with making meals to make it your fucking way. I see why Burger King stole that slogan. Have it your way. You see, they say have it your way. A meal is when you make it your way. You feel me? But when we look at the meals, 
Like when we call a motherfucker a meal, why do we choose the snacks over the meal? Because the meals, they take work. Work that we don't necessarily want to put in. A snack is fuckable. Now I'm segwayed into relationships. Snacks are fuckable. You feel me? You know that the motherfucker is junk food. You feel me? You know that the motherfucker is no good for you, but you're going to do it anyway. Okay, cool. Now you're going to get your little fix. But that meal, that meal puts you on your ass. They call it the itis and shit, but that meal is going to make you sit and digest digest everything that you just consumed from it. Right? When we look at our interactions with other humans and we look at our interactions in relationships and shit with significant others, right? How much have you really digested from somebody or something that you call a snack? Like, really sit with that. How many meals gave you indigestion? How many meals could you not digest? How many meals could you not finish because you ate too many snacks first? You dig where I'm going with this? The shit in which we consume, how we identify it, speaks volumes on our unconscious levels. Unconscious level is where we set intentions. What you affirm something as and what you internalize, I don't give a, like, that's what culture is about. Culture is about a collective connection of a system, right? And in that, when a culture is developed, you don't have to think. What I mean by not having to think is that everything is instantly understood. So when I say a snack, it has been associated to a good thing of somebody physically looking good, right? Oh, she a snack. You know, shorty saying, oh, he a snack. That's physically looking good. However, we cannot deny the fact that the words have already been programmed and associated with something else. That snack that we have associated with is junk food. When you think snack right now, if you think about the word snack, the first thing that pop your mind, chances are it's not a healthy snack. It's not a healthy snack. Because we don't know how to consume health. We don't know how to consume healthy shit. We're so used to consuming snacks. We're snacking on shit throughout the day. We're snacking on shit throughout our relationships. We're snacking on shit throughout life. How many times have we actually sat and had a full meal? You feel what I'm saying? A full meal that you had to digest. You had to process. You had to let every function of your body take over. You feel me? Because when we look at digestion, digestion is very powerful. On a grander scale, because digestion requires your body, it your intestine. We're gonna I'm gonna use the physical body for that, and I'm gonna take it to another level. But your physical body, your intestine, you think you got like what 36 feet of intestine? So it's broken down into the um small intestine, the large intestine, and then the, the colon, right? So some shit digests in a small intestine. You know, um, I wanna say. I want to say lipids, so your fats and your nucleic acids, I want to say. Wait, no, lipids, carbohydrates, and all right, I'm drawing a blank. I know for fat, protein digests in the large intestine, but everything else is in the small intestine or whatever the case may be, right? Carbohydrates and shit like that. So your body naturally knows that it has to digest certain shit in certain areas, right? It's like, I can't digest protein in the small intestine, which is fucking a mind fuck, right? Because Pete, 
we take protein shakes, anything liquid form, it digests, it absorbs in your small intestine first. They fucking us up. And we don't know it because we don't really know the bodies like that. But I digress. I ain't going to get too heavy into that because that's a whole different podcast episode, right? So when we look at how the physical body digests things differently, it it digests things according to where they're supposed to be digested. Not only that, in our mouths, that's where digestion starts. So as we chew, you feel me? We masticate. I'm going to use the actual word as we masticate, you know, and we chew our food. What happens is we secrete enzymes, right? We think saliva is just, oh, my mouth is watering. Your mouth is watering according to what your body knows. Your mouth is watering according to how your your body identifies what it's about to eat. It salivates for sugar. Those are uh, amylases. It's, it salivates for fats. Those are lipases. It salivates for proteins. Those are proteases. So it secretes a specific enzyme by the specific food that is being eaten. So that enzyme, it mixes with the food, and when you swallow it, it goes down into your stomach. So now your stomach is now processing it to say, when I start this digestion process, I have coated it, I have put enough enzymes in it to where the body is already programmed to say, I don't digest this here. That is That has proteases in it, so it needs protein, so it's going to go to the large intestine. That has amylases in it, so it's going to stay here in the, um, the um, small intestine. That is going to, you know what I mean? Your body is literally saying this, and it needs time to consume and digest it all, right? With a snack, what the fuck is a snack? There's no nutritional value in a snack. You feel me? Oh, they're potato chips. Are they really potatoes? <sighs> You feel me? And then what the fuck is a chip? Here's a here's a quick mind fuck that'll make you think about potato chips differently. You know, don't stop eating them if you're going to eat them. But I'm just saying, put it in perspective, right? Potato chips, french fries, they're fried potatoes, right? We get that. You know, you slice them off real thin. They're fried, right? But what is a potato? A potato is a root. What do roots hold? Water. You're not supposed to mix uh, oil and water. Oil and water don't mix. Somehow we fry shit in it. We don't catch that because, again, we're so used to and programmed to snack on shit that we're not used to consuming real shit and knowing how to properly consume it. Certain shit ain't supposed to be eaten together. You feel me? From a food's perspective, because, I, oh, I love how this metaphor is going. It's a long ass metaphor. It's a big ass metaphor, but it's a dope ass metaphor. From a food perspective, proteins and starches don't mix yet. We always eat a protein with a starch every time we eat. You feel me? You eat chicken sandwiches, ham burgers. <laughs> ham, no burger. Nah. <laughs> but nah, that's how we consume. We consume our foods in, in ways in which they don't match. There's literally a concept called food combining where things are supposed to go together and things aren't supposed to get it, go together. Your body is going to shut down and say, I'm only digesting one. I can't digest both of these because they don't work together, right? So what does that do? It stores as toxic waste in your body. It's why a lot of motherfuckers be constipated and shit because they're so busy eating multiple things that their body can't process what to digest. The enzymes are being secreted in a chaotic manner. The enzymes necessary to break things down. But I digress because I'm about to get onto how this works in the real world. So. When we, well, that is the real world. Y'all know what I'm talking about, bro. Fuck with me. Fuck with me, bro. So 
let's add that to that whole snack concept with the relationships and shit. Like we get in relationships where we interact with motherfuckers who are snacks, but we don't want to interact with meals. Why? Because meals take preparation. The snack is already done, but the meal takes the preparation. So now when the snack is done, when we finish eating the snack and we're done with it, it's like, eh, let me throw my trash away. It's junk food after all. It's junk food after all. Let me just throw it away. A lot of the shit is subconscious programming. I don't even think we really catch that shit. The words that have already been associated with certain shit. How many people sit down and actually eat a meal? That's why motherfuckers don't like vegetables low key. But how many people sit and actually eat a meal and eat all of their food? You feel me? Tying that into the reality of what it is that we're talking about. Like somebody who's a meal, you got to prepare them. Like that meal needs preparation. Like you can't look at a motherfucker and be like, yo, you, you, you a meal. Okay, cool. You know that this person is a meal. Now you have to incorporate everything that it takes to make a meal. You got to season it right. You got to wash your fucking chicken. Y'all better start listening to Dr. Oz and these Caucasians telling y'all that y'all don't need to wash y'all food. Like, y'all crazy if y'all, y'all like, you look, look, man, that shit pissed me off. Quick tangent, I'm going to get back on this. I was watching The Breakfast Club and Dr. Oz said, you don't need to wash your chicken. He said, all you have to do is cook it. No, bruh, that's why y'all, y'all, and that's why we us. Like, no, like, 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 no, no, that shit just angered me, bro. But like, it's like, we're not the same as them. But anywho. You got to wash the shit off. You feel what I'm saying? You got to get all of the pesticides out of your plant base and you're not like, it takes time. You got to season the shit. You got to put the right, you know how, y'all know how we season food. You feel me? You got to let the ancestors whisper, that's enough. You feel me? You don't measure shit. You feel it because you know that a meal, like as that saying goes, they're like, yo, you put your foot in this because the foot, I don't know how I'm going to make this work, but I'm going to make it work. The foot is like the essence of the person. <laughs> when you put your foot in it, it's to, it's to signify that you put your all into it. You feel me? You put your all into it. You put your entire soul in it. You and, like you didn't just cook. You didn't just put something together. You cooked a meal. Like you sat down, you seasoned the, the shit, right? You made sure it smelled, the aroma hit you. You made like you had a whole process from beginning to end. It took a couple hours to get to that point. And when you eat that shit, it ain't shit, but when you eat it and you consume it, it processes in, in, in such a way that your body digests it. It says, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to break this down. I'm going to break this down. But I need you to relax while I do this. I need you to relax while I do me. You can't keep going. Take a break. Chill. Relax. Let me digest. Snacks don't allow that. The snack is designed solely to keep going. The meal is digested, is allowed to, okay, process this, digest this, relax, homie. Relax, love, I got this. You feel me? That's what the meal is designed to do. So when you consume the meal, you're supposed to be digesting and processing the right things for your body to utilize. Now let's take it on a mental level. Let's take it on another level. How many snacks, like social media information, how many snacks do you consume in a day? But how many meals have you actually taken in? You feel me? I shut down my other Instagram page. Well, I ain't shut it down. It's still active because I got something else I got to do, but I don't get on that page anymore, right? I was giving out meals. 
I was. I was giving out meals and shit for those who can read a caption and stay, keep their attention long enough. But for everybody else, they just wanted the snacks. So much so that I would literally make a post and have my caption. If you don't read the caption, I'm not arguing with you. And a motherfucker will say something. I'm like, you didn't even read the caption. I'm not reading all that. You expect me to read your shit. Goofy motherfucker. Stupid. But the purpose in saying that is that in Instagram, instant grams, but in Instagram, right? I, I'm the new algorithm is fucking crazy. I'm glad I'm learning it. But Instagram, like the average attention span of a human is less than six seconds now. A goldfish is eight. We now have the attention span of a goldfish. So we need snacks. We don't have the time to process meals anymore. Right? And I'm meaning I'm meaning this on a mental level. So the reason why I'm saying that is like when you're giving information, when you're when somebody's, you know, feeding you, or when you're finding little snacks of, of how you are you actually processing them? Can you actually process that information? Is it just quick to eat this snack, keep going, eat this snack, keep going, eat this snack, keep going? No. When you're learning something, when your mind is involved, when you're consuming for the mind, the food for thought, you need to be able to take on meals. I know so many social media um, geniuses. That's what I call them. Social media geniuses who cannot process their information. It's like, I'm going to give it like, it's like, I'm going to take this in. Now I'm going to go back and give it out. You microwave the fuck out of that. You didn't even process that. You don't even know if it's credible or not. It sounds believable. It sounds good. You feel me? But is it really information? Have you processed it? Have you went and did the due diligence to make this a meal? Or is it just a snack that you're consuming? You dig what I'm saying? We got to ask that question. Our entire lives are built on that. I don't even think, and then we we don't really understand the synergy of the mind, body, and soul to the point that we don't understand it so well. We don't understand it well enough to understand that if our mental, if our physical aspect is about being snack, snacking on shit and having meal. Think about this. I'm going to do the physical. I'm going to keep it going. But physically, we snack all through the week. Now, this is cultural. I don't know if we still do it. I don't know. But as black people, one thing we've always done was no matter what was happening during the week, like as time, we had Sunday dinner. Sunday. You had one day to consume a meal and six days to consume snacks, to snack on shit. Low key. And it's one meal on Sunday. Just one Sunday meal. The big Sunday dinner, everybody coming together, family. That's the one time in which a meal mattered. Now, my generation, because motherfuckers don't cook like that. We don't have time. People be like, you know, women don't cook no more. Men don't cook no more either. We ain't got time. That's why everybody eating out. Like, you feel me? We just keep making money so we can get more snacks. Get better snacks. You feel what I'm saying? But anywho, it's like we not having a time to actually sit and have a meal. So the reason why I was saying that is because the mind, body, and soul work in a synergy. What happens in the physical happens in the mental, happens in the spiritual. It's all the same. So we only getting snacks on the physical level and we're comfortable with it. We're only going to get snacks on the mental level and be comfortable with it. 
which means our spiritual level is only going to give us snacks too. Fuck with me. Fuck with me. When was the last time you had a meal on the mental level? And I don't mean like in which you trusted something that somebody said, because that's believability, but you have gone through the level of understanding something for the mind where you actually set and process something. You feel me? I teach trading and investing, right? I teach how to understand the market. I teach how, and I watch how people just want the snack. They're like, just show me what I need so I can start making money. Mm -mm, You're not going to make money. Then you're going to feel like I failed you because I'm going to open, like, I will have people say, I need you to open the course up for me. No, you don't even have the patience. And this is why I designed the course this way. If you don't have the patience to wait one week at a time for the content, the markets are going to fry your ass. They going to fry your ass. They going to fry your motherfucking ass because sometimes it will take two to three or four weeks for a trade or an investment to even, well, not a trade, for an investment to even set up for you. Two to three days for a good trade, a very good profitable trade to set up. You want eight weeks of content in a weekend. We're so used to consumption being snack based. And then now people are like, okay, I went through it and now I I, I still don't get it. Go through it again, motherfucker. Have the meal. Eat it. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Let that motherfucker digest and process through your body. On our mental levels, we don't learn information anymore. We just regurgitate what we're taught. We regurgitate what we consume. And what we consume as far and on our mental level is just enough to have conversation with motherfuckers, but not enough to actually apply or learn anything or to do anything more with what we've obtained. You dig what I mean? It, it shifts your reality because it's like, when was the last time you had a meal? And I can tell when the motherfucker ain't had a meal because they like, yo, I was, I asked him, yo, when was the last, what was the last book you read? There was a study that showed that I think it was like 70% of people stop reading after college. They don't have time. Reading is, now we switch to this thing called audiobooks. That's a snack. You feel what I'm saying? Those are snacks. It seems good. Oh, I read it. I got an audio book. Can your audio book show you words that you've never seen before? Nah, you can hear them, but you're not going to develop the spelling. You're not going to see the context of how that word went. You're not even going to see what that word associated. You're just going to hear. And you're only hearing buzzwords. You're only hearing buzzwords if you don't have the vocabulary to understand everything that is being spoken. You feel what I mean? When I look at how I'll say certain shit, and I used to get mad at motherfuckers, it's, it's like, you feel me? I would say something, they'd be like, oh, he's using big words. He think he's smart, blah, blah, blah. I said, I don't, I'm not using big words. I'm using words you don't understand. Don't put that shit on me like I'm using big words. Like, that's a bad thing. Oh, nigga think he's smart. He's trying to confuse the people by using big words. No, no, no. You're confused because you don't understand the words that I'm using. Say that. Say that. Why? Because you do not consume them. You do not consume what I consume. Therefore, you cannot process how I process. You feel me? I used to feel bad. Like a lot of people make black men, black people as a whole feel feel wrong for being smart. Oh, this motherfucker think they smart because they use it. No, I'm not using big words. I remember one time I used the word peon and a motherfucker told me, 
Yo, you using the big words. Bitch, that's four letters, my guy. Peon. It's four fucking letters. What's big about that? That's not a big word. That's a word you don't understand. Tying that back into the words, the fact that you made that association that that word is big, it shows that you're too small for it. Bang, bang. Don't fuck with me. I'm quick with it and quick with it. Damn it. But the point that I was saying with that was that we don't consume on the mental level as far as getting meals. We consume snacks. You feel what I'm saying? Audiobooks, clip. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. In high school, I cliff noted the fuck out of shit. I ain't read the books. I ain't read the books. You feel me? Because the shit was stupid. It, 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 it was stupid as fuck. You feel me? Like, if we had a class assignments to read, okay, read this book, whatever. Yeah, I did it to keep up and shit. But as far as like, and the crazy thing is, I'm a fluent reader. It's not like I was, you know, this shit just didn't interest me. I'm like, this shit is trash. Like, who the fuck? Canterbury Tales? I don't give a fuck about no Canterbury Tales. The fuck? This is literature. This is epic. I don't give a fuck about epic literature. Give me something that fucking is going to help me be a better person. I don't give a fuck about Shakespeare and them. They can't do shit for me. But anyway, I digress. So when we look at that from a mental level, right? When we look at it from a mental perspective of what we um what we digest, what what we consume, because now tying it back into the indigestion, how many things give you indigestion when you consume? Now, indigestion is powerful because it means that there's something wrong with your stomach. There's something wrong with your ability to, to digest. You feel me? Now we look at it from an acid indigestion perspective is because you have too much acid in your body. Why? Because you eat too many acidic foods. But rather than eating alkaline foods or rather than stop eating um, so many acidic foods, what you do, you take Prevacid. They just give you the remedy to, to, to stop what you could stop yourself. They don't they don't stop your body from doing it. They just neutralize what your body does. And your body's still fucked up. How do you stop acid indigestion? You put bases in it. It's basic chemistry. And acid neutralizes the base. Bases are alkaline. Alkalinity is going to reduce acid indigestion. But I digress. I digress. Usa. So when we look at the food level, you know what I mean? And it's like, yo, certain things are indigestible. I can't digest this, right? What about the mental level? You can't digest shit on the mental level? This goes back to the motherfucker saying, yo, you using big words. No, I'm using words you don't understand. It's indigestion. This is mental indigestion, buddy. You just, it's not my fault. It's not my fault your mind doesn't isn't in the right space to understand what I'm talking about. I'm not confusing you. I'm not trying to confuse the people. I'm not trying to double talk. I speak very clearly in what I be saying. This is one of the reasons why my shit had to go to profane profanity because I'm like, you know what? I don't want motherfuckers to think I'm going to go there because I ain't got to go there. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it down to earth with it. You feel me? I can go and use all of the big words and the jargon and the like my vocabulary. My vocabulary is very impressive. But I don't show it because I don't have to. I just use it solely when I'm writing jam sessions or making music or some shit because that's when I get to be in my full creative space. But for the most part, I'm not about to show that. Like I had a I had a dude tell me, um, you don't write like you talk. Cause bitch, I gotta make sure you can digest this shit. When you're reading my content, you have time to process it. You that's digestion. When you're talking to me, it's a snack, bro. Like. I'm not going to sit here and hit you with the, 
the extra shit that I put in writing that I actually sit and think about, it takes me a month and a half to, to write a book, but it takes me years to conceptualize the information. The fuck? You damn right. There's only certain words I can say. There's only certain things I can say according to that because I understand the power of words and I understand how they work, right? But I have to give it in a way that is digestible. If I talk the way I wrote, motherfuckers can't digest that shit. The fuck? I know this. Because motherfuckers can barely digest the shit they read. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it is in the consumption of the fact that we are so used to getting snacks that our mental doesn't know how to deal with a meal anymore. All right, all right, look, look, look. The markets are not a difficult place to understand, all right? You just have to know what you're looking at. And there's five things that you need to see before you can make any market entry. First, you need a pocket so you can know which direction the market is going. Second, you need a pullback so you can get the better price. Third, you need a battlefield so you can see when that market movement is slowing down. Fourth, you need the upper hand so you can see when the market reactivates. And last, you need a final push so you can see the exact moment when it's time to go with the direction you are already moving in, okay? Of course, of course, there's so much more that has to go into that and it's not as cut and dry as that. But those are things that I teach in my Mastering the Market course. So if you would like to learn more, please visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today. Although it is directed and specialized for Forex, all of the skills I crafted them to be transferable to any market that you're looking at. So again, visit IamJustSing.com and check out the Mastering the Market course today if you are truly looking to master the market. You dig what I'm saying? It doesn't know how to deal with the meal anymore. One of the, I think it was one of my um, Sofrel books, I don't remember, I think I got a review on Amazon and the person said, I learned some new words. That's what reading is supposed to do. See content that you never, like, I learned some new words in here and they really stick to me. It's like, okay, bam, that's what it is. You're not going to get that from an audio book. Everybody keeps asking me, yo, you going to drop them in an audio book? No, you don't understand the bigger picture for why I wrote this book. You feel me? I don't want you to hear it. I want you to read it. I need it to hit your mind. I need you to digest it. I need you to process it. I need you to look over some shit. And if it confuses you, you like, let me read that again. That's what I need you to do. I know what I'm doing with my writings. You can't do that with an audio book. If you miss it, you just keep going. You don't give a fuck about going back to that shit. You know you don't. You feel me? You could be watching a movie right now. And if a movie just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can literally miss a whole part of the movie at night. What? Because you zone out because it's irrelevant to you. Your body, your mind can't consume that. So when you're listening and when you're consuming things, there comes a point where if your mind isn't cultivated for everything that you're consuming, you'll miss certain shit, but your unconscious mind doesn't. You feel me? But you'll miss certain shit. you like, damn, I don't get it. Like, I be watching battle rap and shit. And if you're not on a certain mental level, see, when it comes to rapping, I got into rapping and I got into writing for lyricism. Like lyricism, putting words together and utilizing them in their highest capacity. There has been such a dumbed down level of music and artistry that anybody who raps or writes is like, dude, that's just trash. I don't like that's one of the reasons why I don't do this shit anymore. But it's like when you say certain shit, like motherfuckers like, yo, you it's I've had a motherfucker I've done a jam session. I have a motherfucker DM me and was like, um, 
yo, it was it really wasn't that hot. It's just because you were going fast and you were saying big words. Did you understand some of the words that I was saying, bro? Like, I got some quotables in my jam sessions. And motherfuckers don't get it. They're like, yo, you just sounded like, no, I didn't sound like shit, bitch. That shit was fire because of the way I put the shit together. Like, people don't even understand. I be telling stories in my shit. You feel me? Motherfucker, I had a, I had a, I had a whole bar where I said, um... My guide, my guide said, do not run with the rage, but maneuver the game as if you're the creator. Take meat and potatoes to famine your friends to ensure that they never meet famine again. Take those plans and those prints that are blue and go do what you came in this plane to do. Like, the fuck? Like, I just, I broke down like a, 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 a fucking harmonic way of how I've been given my instructions and my mission to do life. And what I'm supposed to do. Take meat and potatoes to famine your friends to ensure that they never meet famine again. Bitch, that's generational wealth. That's making sure you locking shit down. But motherfuckers don't understand the shit that they be that I be saying. Cause they be like, what where you get these words? Bitch, the dictionary, nigga. I read. The fuck? I read and I write and I understand. But this goes back into the conceptualization of the snacks. Our music. Let's look at the music we consume. It's snack based. How many songs are really songs now? You notice, like, how many songs are made right now in 2021 in the last five years that are going to last over the next five? Really sit and think about that. We look at Drake as, you know, Drake is running the game. How many memorable songs did Drake have? Like, still popping right now. That's not just the fad and in the moment, right? But how many songs, how many artists have been making meals? As far as the music goes and what we consume. Most of us, the reason why we say I, I love the 90s, the 90s uh, is because the, the 90s was meal based. Everything after the 90s since 2000 on was all snacks. The shit we got in the 90s, as far as a culture, as far as a people, it was all a meal. You feel me? Put on Nas if I rule the world right now. It hit like it did back in 94, three, whenever it came out. You feel me? Put the food just killing me softly on. It hit the way it did when it first came out. You feel me? Put Tupac, keep your head up on. It hit the same way it did when it first came out. Those are meals. You feel me? Those are meals. You put uh, going down for the 9-9 and the 2000 on, it hit. But it don't hit like it used to. You outgrow it. You feel me? Like you hear the dun- Dun, 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 dun. And that's just the nostalgia of it. After you hear 9 9 and 2000, like you're not getting through that whole song. At some point, you fade out. That's how you know where the snack is at. But when you listen to the music that's like timeless, the 70s, the, the fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire staple singers, the Isleys, you feel me? They made meals. Because they knew how to produce music. They knew how to actually make a meal. They put everything together. Now, it's like, yo, I don't have to say shit anymore. Migos, what's the song they got? It's straightening it and it's straight or some shit like that. The fuck does that even mean? No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. It gets people going. <laughs> That's what it is. Snacks. We keep getting snacks. Migos just dropped the same album over and over again. When you really sit and listen to it, 
You feel me? How many artists are actually pushing their pen? How many artists are actually developing themselves? The ones that are actually doing it and challenging themselves and coming out reinvented every time, they only make albums every four years. Cole, Kendrick. I'm still waiting on Kendrick's next album. The fuck? Like, I'm waiting on that. Like, because that's the meal. When you know, when you, when you know the meal is being cooked up, and you know it's like, yo. I'm anticipating the meal because the last meal that I had, it nourished me so well. I'm ready for the next meal. Snacks is, fuck that. That shit just got me by. I don't really care about the next one. You feel me? I'm not excited about Drake's next album. Like I ain't been excited for a Drake album since uh, nothing was the same. Then it's like, nigga, now you just putting out music, bro. Like That's it. You just doing shit. Like You're not... You know, views was dope. You know what I'm saying? But it was like after hearing views, it was like, okay, what are you gonna like? Scorpion wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what this this is the point that I'm making. Like, when we look at the meals versus the snacks, when you constantly snacking on shit, it don't do shit for you no more. You feel me? It don't do shit for you no more. So that's this that's just the mental level. And y'all know I wouldn't be me if I ain't talk about spirit. If I, if I ain't talk about the spiritual side, but like from that mental level, think about all that we consume that's snack based. You feel me? The books we listen to, <laughs> the knowledge we get off Instagram and captions and shit. Like most motherfuckers ain't really studying. They not really buying the books and breaking shit down and spending the time studying because they can't comprehend the shit. I know motherfuckers who have asked me what, but I've given them my book list. I have given them books to read and they're like, yo, that information is too heavy. I couldn't finish it. But when I say it's separations of the mind, motherfuckers think I'm being arrogant. Bitch, you take eight, eight months to read a book that I can read in a week. It's levels. It's different. And I can't, I can't knock that. But again, I'm used to consuming meals. I don't give a fuck about a snack anymore. I'm going to consume a meal. You feel me? In that mental regard. So when we look at it from a spiritual perspective, it's like how much of us, how many of us get snacks and then we're addicted to snacks spiritually? And here, this could be anything. It could be your religion. It could be tarot. It could be astrology. It's whatever. Your spiritual, the spirituality is like how you maintain balance within yourself. Let's, 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 let's dead the mysticism and acknowledge that spirituality is how you maintain the balance within itself. Right. That's why spirit derives from the word um, spiritus, Latin, which means breath. Breath is the balancer of life. Inhale, exhale, inspire, expire. Like it's about balance. That's what spirituality is supposed to be about. How you do how you balance your light and your dark self. Now, here's where you get snacks when you realize I can't I can't I can't fuck with my, my dark side. Let me put that to the side. No, you don't need your dark side in this life too. go ahead and nourish that motherfucker. But you don't. You starve it. The snacking and the meal eating on the spiritual level is a lot worse because we deprive our full self. We only give half of ourselves snacks. Imagine when your whole self is supposed to have a meal, but you only give half of yourself a snack just to get by. Oh, I'm going to get on Instagram and I'm going to see some inspirational memes. Oh, I'm going to go read my Bible and get some inspirational quotes to get me through my day. I'm going to go uh, meditate and do. What about your dark side? 
What about your shadow self? How are you bringing peace to that? How are you making peace with your demons, quote unquote? You're not. You're avoiding them. Nobody wants to face the demons because they think their demons are bad. You feel me? Lightness, light and darkness have to walk hand in hand. You feel what I mean? Brilliance. When people say something is brilliant, right? They know that it shines. But in order for something to shine, in order for you to view anything, you need an equal amount of light and dark. And people don't get that. In order for light to be visible without blinding you, you need darkness. In order to see through the darkness, you need light. The shit has to go hand in hand. We try to be so light, you feel me, that we blind people. You feel me? And it's in what we snacking on. Because if we actually consume the meal, the proper meal, we know how to feed the darkness. The darkness ain't bad. It's not evil. Ignorance is what's evil. And your ignorance of the darkness is what makes you evil. That's why they're like, yo, money, motherfuckers get money and then they be, no, they, they have now have the freedom to be who they fully are. And they never matured that aspect of them. Some people have grown as light sides and infantile uh, dark sides. The fuck? That shit don't mix. You can't put an adolescent with a toddler and think it's supposed to be equal. It doesn't. But what do we consume? What do we consume on our, for our spirits? You feel me? Do we just consume belief? Do we consume understanding? Like, in Soul Frail 3, I'm adding, I'm, I'm mentioning, I'm breaking down the mind, the levels of the mind or whatever the case may be. Before you can access your soul, you have to understand the fourth level of the mind, which is understanding. Your mind has to be open to the fourth level to expose you to your soul because you need understanding to balance yourself spiritually. The first level of the mind is belief. You're not accessing this crazy and it seems like a fucked up quandary, but you're not accessing your soul if you just operate from the mental state of belief. So on a daily basis, if everything that you're consuming spiritually is about being a good person, is about doing right, it's like it makes you you get in a state of delusion. Because like I said, you begin snacking. How many spiritual meals have you ever had? You feel me? This is why a lot of motherfuckers gotta, I gotta get back in church. I gotta go to church. I gotta go here because yeah, that last week's snack is wearing off. You're hungry again. It is in that context where a lot of motherfuckers eat and don't get full. I'm still hungry. Let me go to night service. Let me go to let me go to Tuesday's study. Let me go to Wednesday's prayer meetings. Let me go all these. I'm still hungry. I need my snacks. I don't want to just look like I'm going at religion. You feel me? You same motherfuckers who I gotta get this reading. Oh my gosh, let me go watch the general reading. Okay, watch my sun, watch my moon, watch my rising, watch my Venus, watch my Mars. Uh, 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 uh. Go read my natal chart. Let me go to this reader. Let me go to this reader. Let me go to this reader. The fuck? You're just getting snacks. That's all you're doing. You're getting snacks, and these motherfuckers are telling you some shit that you really supposed to know for yourself. Like, I don't think people really understand how tarot really works. I don't think people understand how astrology really works. You feel me? In order for it to be understood, you have to know you. The fuck? The only reason why motherfuckers can look at it and say, well, this works for me, this resonates and this doesn't, is if you know what the fuck you resonate with. But you got those people who are, I'm only going to watch this for the love. 
I'm only going to get my snacks for this. Now, tying that back into the digestion about how the stomach itself digests in different parts and it digests different things. You digest different things on a spiritual level. You digest things differently on a mental level. It goes in different compartments where it's going to digest. What do you think spiritual indigestion looks like? Spiritual indigestion is different. You feel me? You can't even take in shit that's better for your spirit. You can only take in things that control your spirit, that bind your spirit, that make your spirit keep from being free. So many motherfuckers is worried about being on good behavior. They don't even know how to be their motherfucking self. Motherfuckers know how to behave, but not many people know how to be. Shit crazy. And they be thinking that they're being themselves because they're behaving well. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. You feel me? So it's like, how is our spiritual being fed? What meals are we putting in our spiritual side? Not many. Not many. Because when you continually, like, it becomes insanity when you snacking on the same shit over and over again and you wonder why you gaining weight. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers, motherfuckers be like, um, I got high blood pressure because I keep eating salt. Well, I start eating salt. I can't. Okay, like, all right, what the fuck you want me to do now? Like, let me get a salt substitute. Let me, like, no, just stop eating salt. I can't because I got to have my food. It got to be seasoned with salt. Okay, cool. When you say that shit, you got to deal with that. You got to deal with the fact that what you're choosing to put in your, what you're choosing to consume is totally on you. The outcome and the aftermath of everything that comes into your reality Based off of what you consume is your fault. Nobody else's. That's the crazy part about the spiritual side, because along the spiritual side, it programs and it goes deeper into our unconscious mind. It actually allows us to connect to that. But within our spiritual side, we snack on so much shit. We snack on so much spiritual shit that we justify our bullshit rather than changing or clarifying the bullshit we're going through. We can be a fucked up motherfucker, right? Hear it all the time with the religious people. Hear it all the time with the conscious people. I hear it all the time with all the people who claim to be spiritual. You feel me? Oh, well, I'm still a work in progress. Well, act like you're working on your progress. Motherfuckers be 50, 60 years old saying he ain't done with me yet. Well, damn it. You ain't got five or six years left. Is he going to start? You feel me? Oh, spirituality is all about balance. Well, when are you going to start balancing? And walk in the motherfucking line. You feel me? I don't give anybody passes for any of the shit that they do because it's like, I don't give myself a pass for shit. I don't give myself the ability and the capacity to be off on no shit like that. It's stupid to me. It's foul to me to look and say, you know what? I'm going to justify my bullshit. No, because the more I justify my bullshit, the more I sit in my bullshit, the more my bullshit doesn't change. People get so wrapped up in justifying their bullshit because they, they, they used to snacking on shit. I'm going to make this connect somehow. But motherfuckers are used to snacking on shit. Let me get my fix and keep going. Well, this is just what I snack on. The meal takes preparation. I got to go to the store. I got to go get the ingredients. I got to know the recipe. You feel what I'm saying? I got to put the oven on the right temperature. You feel me? I got to use cast iron. I can't use uh, ceramic. I got to know certain things. I got to season with this amount, put just a pinch, just a dash. I got to know all of this shit. I'd rather eat a snack. 
See how lazy motherfuckers have gotten. People don't even realize that. Like I said, the spirit, the mind, and the body are a synergy. They all work as one. What's outside in your, what's your physical realm is, your physical space is manifesting, your mental space is manifesting, and so is your spiritual space. I don't care how you look at it. You show me a motherfucking hoarder right now, and I guarantee I can show you where they, they, they spirit, their spirit is. They mind is all fucked up. You think a motherfucker just accumulates shit and gets nasty and has all of the shit living in the house for nothing? No. That's a spiritual bond. That's something that they have. Like they, they, they need it. They need spiritual nourishment. They're sick. All that they have consumed onto their spirit has poisoned them. And it's exhibiting in the physical. It's exhibiting in their mental. You feel what I mean? So how much snacks, how many snacks are we getting on a daily basis for our spiritual side? You feel me? This is one of the reasons why, like, I had a, uh, uh, I think it was a podcast episode where I mentioned this, and then I even said it on my old Instagram page. I said, if I inspired you, if you ever told me that I inspired, matter of fact, it was motivation, inspiration, and will. And I said, if you ever told me that I inspired you and you did nothing with it, you have let me down. I ain't say that. I said something different. But I was upset at that because it's like motherfuckers was telling me that I inspired them and they did nothing with my inspiration. The fuck? The fuck? Because they were just snacking on my shit. They were snacking. Like what I provided them was a snack. Oh, just to get me by. Oh, I'm going to be hyped for the day and uh, I'm going to go crash because I don't want anything else to do. Because nobody's building the meals. Like people be like, you know, as far as entrepreneurship, as far as the shit that I do, I do a decent amount of shit, motherfucker. Like, how do you have the motivation? I don't. I don't have the motivation to do it all the time. I don't. I don't have the desire to do it. I don't want to do the shit. You feel me? I don't care to do the shit. Some days I don't do the shit. But they were like, what, you still putting shit out? I know. Because that's discipline. Discipline has transcended, has transcended motivation. Some days I don't feel like doing shit. I don't, but I got to do it. It's got to be done. The fuck, I can't, there's there's no way around that shit. You feel what I'm saying? But that comes from not needing snacks. Like, the snacks are the little shit. Oh, if I get a win here, I get it. No, I need consistent wins. I need to consistently do this shit. So I need to make meals. Like a meal has to be prepared. A meal has to be something that you have to sit with. You feel me? Most motherfuckers be like, uh, why do people fail at business? People fail at business because they try to use snacks to make all of the shit a reality. I used to do the shit. I used to try to snack and get little tidbits, but then I, I, nah, let me start investing in myself to get the right meals. You feel me? I had a motherfucker tell me, um, well... I could just watch some YouTube videos and learn what you teach. All right, cool. Do your thing. I'm not. I'm hey, figure it out. I was you, and it took me. It took me five to six years to actually get that. Get that. All of that together collectively. But do your thing. I can tell you, you ain't gonna find it on YouTube. But go ahead. Motherfucker just want to snack. Nobody wants to put in that motherfucking work. And in the master of the market course, like I got a lot of people. Yo, just open it up for me. I will after 30 days. The reason why I do it after 30 days and shit is because, for one, I got a 30-day money-back guarantee. And the motherfucker banged me over the head. Pissed me off, yo. I know the motherfucker address. 
Cause it's you, you, the, the motherfucker had to sign up into the course, like so I can pull up on this motherfucker and get my bread back. But I just took it as a I took it on a chance as a learning lesson because like the motherfucker took got all of the content, ran through it. I'm excited. Yeah, you finished in 30 days, and the motherfucker requested they they refund. I had to honor it. I said, all right, you a hoe, man. I said I should beat the fuck out of you for this shit, bro. But. I let it. I let it rock. So I don't open the course at the days. But then it's like I noticed that people, you know, this and this is why I, I I always say you waste your time. You waste your money before you waste my time. I have students that haven't even finished the course yet. Been in there since last year. Got halfway through and stopped. You're not gonna be successful in the market because you want snacks. You really see that? Oh shit! This motherfucker prepared a whole meal. This is a whole meal. I gotta learn how to. Read a candle. I gotta learn how to. I gotta learn so much shit. I thought it was just this is how you pick. No, nigga, I don't teach that shit. I teach you how to master the fucking market. You feel me? I'm giving you meals, and that was something that I had to internalize within myself and finally learn that I'm not giving snacks. So don't come to me for a snack. Everything that I give, everything that I have produced and put into this world is a meal. It took time to get to this point. It took time to. I'm not giving you fucking snacks. You're not getting instant shit. You feel me? With that metaphor, this is why your little the snacks that you get, dollar here, dollar there, cool. You can get that for like a dollar, dollar fifty. But if you ever paid for a meal, you gonna pay for that motherfucker. Go to Boston Market, get a meal for the family. Gonna pay about $20-30. You feel me? When it comes to because that meal is now granted, that's still fast food, low key, but I'm using it as a metaphor of when you're putting something in that, like when you're paid paying for a catering service. Shout out to Black Girl Food Diary um in Maryland. You feel me? She killing the game. Check her out. Um, it's on Instagram at Black Girl Food Diary. But I mentioned that because I'm talking I'm about talking about catering. But when you look at how a meal is prepared from scratch and shit like that, and the motherfucker charges you for it, you can't ask for snack prices. I don't think I should pay for this. Okay. Don't. Motherfuckers, yo, I can find this on YouTube and shit for free. Okay, do it. You're gonna get some snacks. And you're gonna do what? Get you by. Now you're gonna come back to the market. Oh, I lost a lot because I don't know what exactly. You feel what I'm saying? That meal makes sure you get fed and you process that shit. Nobody wants meals anymore. Segwaying it all the way back to the beginning of the shit. This is why our relationships be struggling and shit. Low key, we don't really get how much programming we put into our unconscious mind when we say shit like, yo, shorty a snack. Or shorty saying, dude, a snack. Like, you feel what I'm saying? You're calling them junk food. You're literally telling yourself, I want junk. I want what's not good for me. I want what's not good for my body, but I don't have the capacity to want a meal. I don't want to have, I don't have the patience to actually let a meal develop. And it's evident in our realities. Motherfuckers, that is almost a one-to-one correlation. I've seen it on my own with my own boat takers right now. It's like when a motherfucker say they like snacks, they start love bombing, they rush the relationship, they do all kind of quick shit. It's like, yo, chill out. Like, yo, we need to see each other now. Come book this flight theater, right there. vacations, all of that shit. That's the state. They, they, they want to snack on the shit before they lose their appetite. 
I'm going to say that again. I ain't even going to say before they lose their appetite. They want a snack before they find a snack somewhere else. When you have a meal, you fixed on what you fixed on. Can't no snack take that away from you. Can't no other meal option take that away from you. It's like, yo, think about it. How many times have you cooked something? He's like, you know what? I got the taste for some tacos tonight. Not no Taco Bell tacos. Not no Burger King tacos, which is weird. Burger King tacos. Anyway, but I want me some real motherfucking tacos made. I'm going to go make them myself. I want my guacamole on them. I want my shells toasted. I want some soft ones, too. I want, you feel me? I want some sour cream. I want the right shit in them. How do I... I'm going to go get all of the stuff. Your mind is set on that shit. You make that meal come into reality. You take the time, the energy, and the effort to make that meal a reality. You feel what I mean? When a motherfucker is a meal to you, when you view a motherfucker as a meal, you're going to do what needs to be done to get them. You're going to do what it needs to be done to actually make that meal a preparation for you, to be able to consume it and digest it and enjoy it. Don't nobody enjoy snacks. You feel me? Motherfucker eat a snack and then they start feeling bad and now, you know, high blood pressure, cholesterol, this other shit. Don't nobody like that shit. Don't nobody really consume junk food. You eating sweet, you eating too many sweets, now your feet, your teeth start hurting. The fuck? Nobody likes that. Everybody want to eat something. They want to take their meal on. They want to eat it, digest it, and rest. That's what the fuck is all about. That's what, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas, we had those moments when we kind of, like, after you eat, you better pick a spot. Get everybody going to sleep. Think about that, though. Just think about that on a grander scale, right? We convene mainly with family Christmas. Let's let's look at the major times we do. What we got 4th of July. Hopefully, Juneteenth start picking up now that it's a quote-unquote nationally respected holiday. <laughs> but we had the 4th of July, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. Those are the three biggest times where we came together and cooked out and had big ass meals as black people, as culture, as family, right? There's 365 days in a year. We familiarly, we we, we basically, we snack with our family because you have your pockets with your cousins that you fuck with, blah, 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 in between time. But we're snacking for 362 days only to consume a meal three days out of the year. With our family. And I mean that figuratively, literally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Those are the times in which we're able to actually have a meal. No stresses, no worries, no cares. Like we don't even think about snacks. We literally wait for the food to get done. Ain't that some shit? We don't snack on shit during those times. We wait for the food to get done. That's how important it is to us to get this meal. We don't even snack. We're like, I'm not fucking on my meal because I want all of this. Think about that, right? Just for those three times. Those are the meals that we consume in which we look at reality and say, I want to actually consume a meal. I don't want to snack. I don't want to fuck up my appetite. I don't want to ruin what I have, right? What I'm expected to get. Snacking on shit. You feel what I'm saying? In the grand scheme of life, we have to accept that we snack far more than we eat meals. And that's problematic. So problematic because what does that develop within us? 
What level does that push us to? What perspective do we have to come to terms with? And re what reality do we have to grip on when we realize we have just been consuming meals, right? Because, I mean, we have just been consuming snacks. And then we wonder why we're nutrient, we're nutrient deprived and deficits and shit like that. You wonder why motherfuckers need supplementation, not just physically. Motherfuckers need mental supplementation too, spiritual supplementation too. It's like, yo, I don't know how to nourish myself, so I'm going to keep snacking, and then now I have to take supplements to get by. This metaphor, it ran deep. I didn't even know it was going to go this way, but real rap. We don't know how much we conditioned ourselves, and just by the words that we say and how it automatically affects the mental, the spiritual, as well as the physical. You think you calling the motherfucker just a snack, but what you're really acknowledging is that you identify junk food. You identify with shit just to get you by. And it's not just in your relationships. It's not just in your attractions. It's not, I'm not even gonna say that. It's not just in your physical attraction. It's in everything you're attracted to. You're attracted to snacks. Look at your life and, and analyze that. Are you attracted to snacks? Do you see somebody and want a snack? Or do you see somebody and you want a meal? Everything that you're doing in your life, is it about wanting a meal? As an entrepreneur, as the type of entrepreneur that I am, it's like I have people watching me and they are anticipating that my success is supposed to be a snack. It's supposed to be as soon as you eat, bam, like it's supposed to be quick. They're not seeing everything that I'm solidifying in the meal that this shit will never fall. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yo, you're supposed to be here by now. No, I'm not. I'm supposed to be solid. I'm supposed to build slowly. Like It's like you're thinking about a snack. You're thinking about scratch-offs. You're thinking about lottery. You're thinking about simple shit. I'm thinking about generational shit. This shit ain't going nowhere once it's set. The shit you snacking on, that shit can be taken away from you. But the shit that I'm standing on, that's it. Like, this shit's here forever. I got skill. Put me anywhere on God's green earth, I triple my worth. I get what that line means. That's what it's like to prepare a meal. But when you're only eating snacks, you can't do that. So imagine how our lives are. Imagine how things are, are moving for us in that regard to where all we do is snack on shit. All we do is snack on shit. When was the last time we prepared a meal? You feel me? When was the last time we acknowledged something as a meal and we actually decided that we wanted to prep for it? You feel me? We so busy wanting snacks that we can't enjoy and consume the real food that we're supposed to. And don't forget to take a moment to go get your exclusive merchandise from Just Scenes Merch. At Just Scenes, each piece is specifically crafted with positive imagery and symbolism. From the titles and designs to the descriptions, each style gives you something to feel great about. With everything from hoodies and tees to coffee mugs and tote bags, we have something for the entire family. So be sure to get yours today. Find us on Instagram at Just Scenes Merch and get your merchandise right now. All right, all right. I'm going to end it there. I'm going to end it there because I'm starting to tap out now. Um, this was a, yeah, I didn't know it was going to 
transition in this way, but I knew it was going to be something about all levels of the, of the self. You feel me? But yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. Yo, shorty's a meal. She was a meal, so I had to tell her. I was like, yo, you a whole meal, yo. But my perspective in it wasn't like just, you know what I mean? It wasn't just like, like I don't, like a snack is cool, but the fuck is a snack? A snack is just something that gets you by. That meal gets, you eat a meal, you go sleep, and you're not hungry again until the next day. <laughs> With a snack, and you hungry right then, you might eat it, and then it has time to process. But like I said, it's just about caloric intake. You're just getting a quick amount of calories to give you some quick energy to get through. Five-hour energy shots, all of that shit, it's simple. It's, it's quick. But what about the nutrients you're supposed to get? Making sure you have, shout out to... um. The legend Dr. Sabi. Get your, get your sea moss to where you get your 92 of your 102 minerals and you keep them in your body. So when your body says, I need some energy, I pull on my reserves. That's what it's like to always be in preparation to make your meals. We want snacks, though. We want snacks so much so that it's prevalent, prevalent in our lives. Most motherfuckers want to get rich quick schemes. Most motherfuckers don't want to put in the due diligence to actually build a brand, build a business, and put in the actual work. They want shit instant now. I even suffer from that myself. That was one of the biggest things that I had to transition from when I started entrepreneurship. I wanted shit fast. I'm like, yo, the fuck? I was a hustler. I wasn't an entrepreneur yet. I was a straight hustler. You feel me? Let me get this money fast. Nah, I want to get this money right. You feel me? I want to get this money right. You feel me? I had people ask me, yo, when you trade, when do you, like, what times a day do you trade? And all of this, I was like, I trade when it's ready. When it tells me it's ready, I get in. If it don't say it's ready, I don't get in. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not about to. I don't have to do something every single day. I got to be right. I don't need to be right now. I need to be right. Because I understand the preparation of a meal. When I need to be right now, those are snacks. You feel me? Yeah, the snacks be good. But then they got their drawbacks. You feel me? Then they got their drawbacks in the long run. I don't want the drawbacks from the long run. Dead ass. I'm going to keep it hunting with you. I don't want the drawbacks from the long run. What I need is the longevity. I need the stability. I need that. Okay, bam. I do this consistently and then it just grows. It's not growing, 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 then falling, falling. Growing, 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 falling, falling. That's That defeats the purpose. You feel me? But I had to understand that it has to be about a meal. You can't just be wanting snacks and think you're going to live life that way. You can't just be wanting a relationship with a snack. We be wanting relationship goals and long-term relationships with snacks, junk food, shit that we just want to get us over. How the fuck are you going to spend forever with something that you just want to get you by? In between relationships, in between that next person. Oh, let me get me a snack and go on a vacation. You're not looking for somebody who, you gonna, who can be a good parent to your child. You're not looking for somebody who can keep your mental health from running crazy. You know what I'm saying? You're not looking, you're looking for a fucking snack, junk food. Something just to get you by. And you wonder why you find that shit. Something just to get you by. You feel me? I'm a whole meal, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm going to feed the fuck out of you. I'm going to feed the fuck out of you. But on the other side of that, because this is the end, I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping it up. On the other side of that, you got to make sure you can digest the shit. A lot of y'all motherfuckers be wanting meals too. Y'all be trying to, oh, this person's a meal. They going to, can you digest the shit? Can you eat the shit? Can you eat the whole meal? You gonna eat it like a bird, pick around it. Oh, I, I I don't want the vegetables. Oh, I don't want this. Oh, so 
You pick off what you... No, no, you can't consume a meal like that. You consume a meal as to how it has to nourish you. You need the vegetables. You need the fruit. You need the starches. You need the proteins. You need the carbohydrates. You need those things all in your body in certain... You can't say, I'm not. I'm going to avoid this. I'm going to avoid this because it is. No, I need to understand how this is supposed to affect me. But you'd rather have a snack because it's quick. I don't have to think about a snack. I don't have to read the nutritional values on the back. I don't have to look at the calories. I don't have to. Do, I just have to eat the motherfucker. But a meal, a meal, I got to go make sure everything is right. We lost that capacity as humans. We lost that capacity as people over the last 30 years. I know I'm 31. Sue me. Over the last 30 years, we've lost that capacity. I don't care what nobody say. Nobody has the patience to do anything. When we go to having the attention span that's shorter than a fucking goldfish, something's wrong. Something's wrong. That's a fucking problem. You feel me? To everybody who consumes the meals that I put out on this podcast episode that are two and a half or almost an hour and a half, two hours, I greatly appreciate you. You're not goldfish. I love y'all. For real. I love y'all. And I'm going to say this point, then I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I had somebody say, how do you consistently get that much content? I'm like, because now I can put words to it, and this is what I'm going to start saying. I'm making meals. I'm not giving people snacks. The shit that I'm giving you, you're going to come back to. The shit that I'm putting in my episodes, you're going to come back to. You're going to want to listen again. Some people don't have the time or the capacity to listen to that because they only want snacks. Give me about 15 minutes and they're like, nah, this is not what it is. I've had one of my listeners, she hit me up and told me something very powerful. She said like, yo, you got gems within gems. She was like, you be having like a main story. And then within that story, you can break down like several things that come down. It's like, that's, I know, I know how to give food for thought. You feel me? I'm not giving snacks for thought. I'm giving food for thought. You're going, you're going, you're going to get this and you're going to walk away from it with a different perspective, you're going to actually see something. You're going to be able to walk away from this different. That's the reason why I can go so long. Because I I craft it that way. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just fitting that this is the episode to talk about something like that. But yeah, setting up the meal itself is kind of what I do. You feel me? And I've learned to do that in all aspects of my life. I've had people say shit like, you know, you so hard on yourself because, no, I'm making a meal. This bitch has to taste perfect. Fuck a snack. Y'all be wanting motherfuckers to just give you a snack and keep it going. Nah, this shit take time. This shit take time. Everything that I've built, everything that I've done, it took me time to get there. So Frail, the first book, yeah, I wrote it in a month, but it took me 26 years to live the life to be able to write that book. So Frail 2, what was I, 22? No, I wasn't 22. I couldn't have been 22. I was 28. <laughs> My bad. I'm tripping. It was in 2000. No, I dropped on April 22nd. That's where I'm getting 22 from. 2019. So for a two. You feel what I'm saying? April 22nd. Yeah, so I was 29. I had just turned 29 then. 29 years it took me to have the information and the, like, the shit like. And now the way in which like. Now I'm listening to people, you know, giving me the feedback on the book. It's like, yo, I got to keep rereading it. Every time I read it, I go out and I see something. I come back and reread it. 
That's a meal. That's a meal. You feel me? Everything that I've done, I put into this world like that. And that's what I'm going to continue to do to keep putting meals out. That's what I'm going to start calling. I'm giving these, these meals, these food for thoughts. You feel what I'm saying? But I want us to be able to look at life differently as a people and start to expand ourselves to be able to get out of the snacking mentality. Our relationships are going to continue to suffer as long as we want snacks. And we're not willing to be patient enough for a meal. Not only be patient enough. See, that's another problem. We're patient for the meal, but we're not preparing the meals. Everybody worried about a table. What you bring into the table? Who the fuck is preparing the food? Like, fuck the table right now. Fuck the table. You feel me? What do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? I build the table. I do this. Who the fuck is preparing the food? That's who I want at my table. You feel me? Who the fuck is actually able to prepare food? Fuck what you bring to the table. You feel me? Oh, because motherfuckers is potlucks and shit. Like, you feel me? Oh, I'm just going to go pick something up. Because what is it that you're bringing to the table? Are you bringing snacks to my motherfucking table? You bringing snacks on my to my table? Are you bringing something convenient to cook? Are you bringing one of your best meals? You bringing something that you actually put your heart and your soul in to cook. This is right here your favorite dish. This is the one thing that you know that when you cook it or when you make it, this motherfucker is going like it's everybody fucks with it. Are you bringing that or are you just going, oh, I'm going to stop by and get something on the way here, get a box of chicken or something like that or whatever the case. What you bring to my motherfucking table? If you ain't bringing no meals to my table, do not come to my motherfucking table. I don't want no snacks. I don't want no fucking desserts. Okay, maybe desserts. Metaphorically, you know, because you got to have the fruits of your labor and shit. Like, you feel what I'm saying? But the course of it all, what you bring to the table, bring meals to the, bring your meals to the table. Not a meal you stole from a motherfucker. Not a meal that you got somebody else to. Not a, not Don't bring a motherfucker to my table who cooked a meal for you. Because you ain't welcome at my table. That person that made that meal, they can come to my table because I know what they bring it. You brought them. That don't count. You feel me? All metaphorically, of course. But what are we bringing to the table other than meals? Like, we got to stop bringing snacks. We got to stop bringing junk food. We got to stop bringing all this shit and start bringing real healthy meals. Mentally, physically, and spiritually. But... I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there because this is like real shit. Done, 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 done. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Snacks and meals. You feel me? We got to break our mentality and get out of snacks and start getting back to meals, yo. I get it. We don't have the luxury. We don't have the time. You got to find a way to make the time. It's doable. It may take you about five years. You feel me? It may take you about five years. You might have to learn a couple skills, but you can do it. You can definitely do it if you choose to. Feel me? But we got to get back in the space of making meals again. You feel me? Identifying people as meals and having the patience to actually want to break that meal down and say, okay, I need it to process. I need it to digest. I don't want to just snack and keep going just to get myself by. Because that shit is killing us. Figuratively and literally. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Be sure to kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And... <laughs> Stop giving your baby so many snacks. You feel me? Stop giving your baby so many snacks. I don't just mean you by now. You should already know. I don't just mean physically. You feel me? The tablets. You feel me? 
the the whole digital like we we we're making we're making them like us a lot earlier and a lot faster. If we have the attention span is less than the goldfish, what the fuck you think is gonna happen to your baby? You feel me? Come on. Oh, they use their tablet for educational purposes. What is educational about it? Are they just listening? Are they actually applying? Are they actually doing shit within the world or are they just watching it? You feel me? PBS kids, Barney and all, they used to have us doing shit. We was hands-on with shit. The imagination in a Barney bag, motherfucker. We'll see what we can make today, goddamn. We go and just pick up some random shit. You feel me? The teenagers used to watch Zoom. If you ain't watch Zoom, if you ain't watch Zoom, you ain't no creative. I don't care what nobody say. All the creators, yo, we used to watch Zoom in the summertime. I put money on it. Ask a motherfucker if they watch Zoom on PBS. You know what I'm talking about. If you ain't watch it, you don't know what I'm talking about. But you feel what I'm saying? The shit that we used to watch growing up, it had us hands on doing shit. Now it's like they're just watching the tablet. The only thing they're doing is consuming and holding. Like we actually, bam, let's put some shit together. You feel what I'm saying? I done created some shit off watching Zoom and Barney and all of this other shit. Fucking toilet tissue rolls and all kind of shit. Lamb chops play along. You feel me? I learned a science experiment from Lamb Chops Play Along where the motherfucker was like, you could try this. Put pepper in a bowl and with some water and then put soap on your finger and put the uh, your finger in the middle of the pepper. The pepper moves away from the fucking finger. It's a, um, it's a scientific experiment, right? They ain't break that part down, but you know what I'm saying? What happens is the pepper repels itself from the, uh, the bonds that are in the soap and shit. Shit is fucking dope. I started doing that shit and I was like, yo. And it's like once you move the soap from it, it's like the pepper comes back. But anyway, nerd shit. But it's hands-on shit. Kids ain't doing that these days no more. You feel me? We got to stop giving them snacks and start giving them some meals. And we wonder why our kids get older and shit. And they can, like I just said in that last podcast episode, oh, he can sing the ABC song. He knows his ABCs. No, he can sing the fucking ABC song. What does the letter K look like? Uh... <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh. We got to stop doing that shit. Laughing at ignorance. That shit's not funny. That shit's not funny. It's not funny. Ain't shit funny about being ignorant. But that's a whole conversation I don't want to get on. Um, Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.